0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Wattress. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. So glad to have you back on Everyday Revival this week. I hope your week was good. I hope you and your families are doing well. I'm telling you, God is moving in the days we live in, and we are privileged to live in this time I am not one bit upset that we live in 2023. I know God has uh, a work for all of us to do, all of us. He needs everybody on board. Amen. So anyway, we are going to be uh, just tagging right along with um, last time when we were talking about knowing your enemy, but, and then walking in the spirit, these things, because if we're going to, if we're going to live full of the spirit of God, if we're going to live the full life and stay full of joy, stay full of his word, with these things, we have to know the tactics that the enemy uses against our lives. And last time I said we were going to be talking a little bit about patterns. And when I say patterns, I mean um, that he, he uses the same things in our lives that maybe he uses something against my life that wouldn't work against you. You, you know what I mean? That you wouldn't even be tempted with or that you wouldn't even give it a second thought. So the pattern he uses with you might be different than he uses with me, but it's still the same enemy. It's still the same devil, the adversary, walking about as a roaring lion, lion seeking whom he may devour. That's First Peter 5, 8 and 9, which we were looking at last time. So he's going to use patterns in our lives that to, to just continue to do these things to see if we'll take the bait, right? And so, you know, and if you really look at your life and you, and you look at it and you say, wow, that's true. I, I noticed that he does that in my life and I, I, fail, I fail that test. And if you're aware of it, you can ask the Holy Spirit on the inside to give you wisdom and help you see that. Um, so prevalently, right, when it happens that you're like, Hey, wait a minute, that I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. I am not going to think those thoughts. I'm not going to go that way. I'm not going to keep on, you know, yielding to that temptation in my life. I don't have to keep on looking at that with my eyes. Um, I, I don't have to, right? Because it's a pattern that the enemy and I'm aware of it, um, so and we then we talked about, you know, if we walk in the spirit, we won't fulfill those things. Or the Bible says the lust of the flesh. In other words, the things that the flesh wants to do. What does the flesh want to do? flesh wants to do all sorts of yuck stuff, right? Now, I mean, we, we're not going to talk about all that. But, you know, the flesh wants to have its way, right? The flesh wants to mouth off and say what it wants to say. The flesh wants to talk bad about people and just, just go off about you know whatever the, the the flesh wants to say and then chalk it up to oh that's my personality well that's that's you know that's a pattern right so if we keep on if we keep on going over the around the same walls i mean think about the children of israel would they do those, those guys were out in the wilderness, and it said, you know, that this was an example for us. So we look at these things, and we say, hey, wait a minute. I don't want to do those things. But they were out in the wilderness, and what happened to them? I mean, they, God provided for them. He did all sorts of wonderful miracles for them. I mean, he rained food out of heaven for them. He gave them, you know, a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. In other words, they could see at night. When nobody else could, because they didn't have electricity back then, and then he kept them from getting sunburned in the day, right, with a cloud I mean, he was so faithful to them. He gave he he gave them victories and battles, and and just kept on providing for them. And what did they do? I don't know how many times it says, and they complained and they murmured. They complained uh, complained against the leadership, against Moses, and all that. They uh, they can, uh, you know they complained they're just they just were just completely unhappy most of the time and really that complaining got them a ticket to sit on the sidelines uh and the next generation had to go in because god said you're not going in because of your your tongue and because of your complaining and so you know when we understand like i said the pattern in our life of how the enemy works I remember, and you know, I can only tell my story, and so maybe you get tired of hearing my story. But I don't know your story, so I can't share it. But uh, my, with my story, and this is years ago, you know, when I before actually I was I was born again. Um, uh, actually, I was born again when I was a little kid. But I, I went away from the things I knew. But when. He would use so many patterns, and I recognize them now years later, but in the time, sometimes you don't, and you need people to be praying for you, In which I had people praying for me. So I would recognize, oh, my goodness, what's happening in my life? But um, he would use patterns like um, the same type of people would come around my life, the same type. And you, you have to recognize that maybe in your life, that he uses people. And and all of a sudden, you know, you're like, "Hey, God, you know, I want friends." Um, so you're believing God for for friends. And I'm I'm talking about well, maybe you're a Christian now, but I wasn't even I wasn't even following God then, and I still wanted friends. But either way, you're you you want friends. And so what happens? So the enemy right obliges you and kind of brings people that will the the same kind of likes, the same kind of desires, same kind of you know but they're, they're absolutely not interested in God at all. Just on a natural level, they're fun to be around, whatever. So I kept on getting pulled away all the time by people that were fun to be around, had great personalities, but they had no interest in going on with God at all. No interest in going to church, nothing. They just, they just wanted to live their lives. And I kept on getting sucked into that in those patterns until I woke up and said, wait a minute, this is what's holding me down. This is what's holding me back are the people that I'm allowing into my life that, you know, are, are weighing me down. And you say, well, that's not nice. We're supposed to be nice to everybody. Listen, I didn't say don't be nice to people. I said, Uh, pay attention to patterns that the enemy uses with people in your life and you don't have to hang around with people if you don't want to that's exactly what i just said i said you don't have to hang around with everybody that you're, you know, that you come in contact with. You, you need to be picky and choosy, uh, you know, about who you are best friends with and who you hang with. Why? Because your friends determine your future. I said, your friends determine your future. Show me your friends. And I've heard people say, that will show me your future. I know people that they've heard these things and they continue to do the same thing. And at 10 years from now, they'll be doing the same thing and they'll be in the same boat that they're in right now. Why? Because they've never taken the steps to follow with their whole heart towards the things of God. See, they've held back parts because they like that. And they don't recognize the pattern in their life that the enemy uses. And that's just with friends. I mean... That's what he did with me, and that's why I'm sharing that. Uh, I recognize it now, and I'm very keen about those things, and I'm very choosy about who I let around me. Uh, why? Because it matters for my future. It matters for the call of God in my life, and I'm very I'm very passionate about that. Um, that's That's why I'm here on this earth, right? That's why you're here on this earth is to accomplish what God has for you. So if you don't know your enemy and you don't know how he works in your life— I'll give you another one. He works through family. He'll work a pattern in your life and the same things in your family, the same, the same patterns. He'll keep on doing the exact same thing over and over again and you, and, and, until we wake up and say, wait a minute, that is a pattern that I just keep on seeing in my life. You know, my mom, my dad, my grandmother, my grandfather, you know, I let them dictate what I'm doing in my life. You know, they manipulate me, they say things this, you know, this is the way it's going to be, or they uh, manipulate me through their, you know, um, their likes and dislikes, or they manipulate me through um, what they've said to me all my life. You know, and I'm not talking about me personally, I'm, I'm saying, th- this, is how, this is how the enemy works. He works through people. Right. And so that's that's another pattern maybe you've fallen into in your life or um, you've seen uh, in your family. Um, Another pattern is through maybe addictions. He used that pattern in my life. I I laugh now, but, you know, wasn't funny then. You know, I said, I'm going to follow God with everything in me. And so I'd get up, you know, in the morning and I'd I'd go down, you know, to, I was in college and I'd go to my college classes and then I'd go straight to the church because I didn't want, I didn't want to go anywhere else because I knew if I was around the wrong people, I would be, you know, off on, on tangents and doing things I shouldn't. And so I stayed close to the church, but then sometimes I'd slip up and I'd go out and I'd, I'd drink and, and I'd, you know. I'd, I'd feel terrible, and I'd, I'd, I'd say, God, I'm just, you know, I'm just so, well, I, I, the, those, those addictive patterns in my life kept me down, but the more of God's word I got in my life, the more I understood these things that I had an adversary <laughs> walking about seeking whom he may devour, and he was trying to devour my life. He was trying to kill, steal, and destroy in my life, and I had to recognize that. But when I started to, I started to say, wait a minute. No, I have victory in this area. God's given me victory, and I'm gonna continue to follow after God, and I just kept on going to church. I kept on being around those people. I kept on being around the things of God. I got into Bible school. I I started learning more about the Word of God. I, I I got stronger in the things of God, and then those weaknesses that the enemy tried to highlight in my life, they became a thing of the past. And I just, you know, even in talking about it now, I'm just so grateful for the word of God because it changed my life, and it's still changing my life. Aren't you glad we're still going from glory to glory? We're still learning. Uh, Nobody knows everything. So he uses patterns in our lives, and we have to recognize those things. And once we do, the enemy gets nervous because he's like, how am I going to get, how am I going to trip them up? How am I going to trip them up? And you realize that we've never, nobody ever reaches a place of superiority where they are they are uh, immune to the enemy's tactics. Come on, we see it even nowadays. We see people of caliber maybe in the ministry um, high up that we would never think, oh, the, you know, they're never going to fall. You know they, know, they know so much about God. But the enemy comes in and he, you know, in, in their weakness and in times of maybe um, they've let their guard down, the enemies come in and those people have fallen. Well, that's not a happy day. We need everybody. We need these people in the ministry. We need these people. Um, but he comes in like a roaring lion. Um, I like this one. This this is um, Galatians five sixteen through eighteen. We already read this last time, but this is the 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 Living Bibles translation of it, and I really like this. It says, "I advise you to obey only the Holy Spirit's instructions. He will tell you where to go and what to do, and then you all you won't always be doing the wrong things your evil nature wants you to do. Isn't that good?" So that's just another version of walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. But this one says, I advise you to obey the Holy Spirit's instructions. That's why we have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the power for everyday living. It's the power on the inside, the battery, the energizer bunny on the inside that gives me power to stand against the fleshly desires that I have. And that's why we have that's the way that's. The only way we can follow the Holy Spirit's instructions on the inside is when we're full of him. And then it says he will tell you where to go and what to do. And then you won't always be doing the wrong things your evil nature wants you to do. Well, isn't that a, a picture of most Christians' lives, right? It's like they, they wonder why they fight against, you know, oh, I'm bored, You know, the Christian walk isn't really that exciting. I've never, I'm not making any progress. My, my, you know, my husband isn't serving God. My kids aren't serving God. I'm the only one. And they just have this mundaneness about them. But I'm telling you, if you'll be filled with the spirit of God, if you'll stay full of God and full of his word, and you do that, it will splash out onto other people. And you say, well, I've been I've been doing that to the best of my ability, and I'm still no. Listen, this is your this is our job until Jesus comes back, right? That it we're not looking at other people, our our job, our uh, great um, uh, I guess we would say just our privilege is that we get to be filled with the Spirit of God. So instead of looking around at everybody else and thinking why isn't this and why isn't that, no, just be filled. And we won't want to do the wrong things that our evil nature wants us to do. Verse 17 says, For we naturally love to do evil things that are just the opposite from the things that the Holy Spirit tells us to do. I love the wording here. Um, So we naturally want to do bad things. I mean, what happens when somebody cuts you off in traffic? Well, my evil nature used to want to do things with my hand, (laughs) right? You know, uh, that, that Christian people don't do. But I don't, I don't resort to that, right? We, because we're full of God, and the farther we go in things, we get filled with Him, and His nature is our nature. And so we become more like Him. Praise God. And the good things we want to do when the Spirit has His way with us are just the opposite of our natural desires, And listen to this. These two forces within us are constantly fighting each other to win control over us, and our wishes are never free from their pressures. Let me read this last part. These two forces within us, there's forces within us, are constantly fighting each other to win control over us, and our wishes are never free from their pressures. So we've never become so spiritual or or, or arrived that the enemy can't come in and try to you know to try to tempt us. So we have to keep our guard up. That's why I said in the beginning we have to know our enemy, know how he works against you, know what your weaknesses are, right, and and know how to stand firm against the attacks of the enemy. For years, after I after I uh, was born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, and um, you know, in into the Word of God and things. I mean, the enemy would come in with the thoughts, you know you want to go into the grocery store and get yourself a six-pack six of beer. You know you want to go to the beach and just sit down with a wine cooler and just chill out. You know, I mean, constantly, until I started renewing my mind and saying, wait a minute, the, I don't even, I turned around one day and I didn't want that anymore. It wasn't, it didn't happen for me. I know I've heard some people's testimonies where they, they in one instant, every desire left them. I really, sometimes I wish that would have happened to me. But then when I, again, on the other hand, I'm glad that I had to, it made me get in the word of God and, and really pursue God at a level that I probably wouldn't have done if it just had, would have happened immediately because we have two forces on the inside of us that are constantly fighting each other, and they want to win control over us. When I was a little kid, they don't have these cartoons anymore, I don't think, uh, because all they have is these weird uh, cartoons out there that I I think are hilarious, uh, especially for little kids. I, I just would never let them watch them. But when I was little, it was Tom and Jerry. And so, you know, Tom would, you know, he would want to get Jerry, the little mouse, and you might not have any idea what I'm talking about, but go look it up. And in anyway, Tom was a cat, and so he had a little devil on, it, on his right shoulder and a little angel on his left shoulder, and they were whispering in his ear, and one said, don't harm the mouse, and one said, go kill the mouse, right? And it was, I remember that. It was, like, vivid in my mind. And that's exactly, if you want just a clear picture of... Of life is we have choices to make and so we can't say oh the devil made me do it we have a choice in the matter and we have to know our enemy and know hey that's the enemy trying to get me to do that and I resist him it says whom resist, steadfast in the faith another verse says resist the devil and he will flee from you another version of that says as in stark terror in other words, there is, when you resist him, he, and, and he knows you mean business, you're not just playing around, he has to go. So we're not overtaken by the devil at any point. We have the victory. I like this, and I'll leave you with this. Second Corinthians 2 Corinthians 2.14 in the NIV says, But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumph, or as trophies of Christ's victory. In other words, I always triumph in Christ. I can't be defeated. The enemy can't hold me under his foot. I hold my head up high. I walk in life with victory on my lips. I'm not going to be pulled away, especially in the day we live in, guys. The enemy is at full force. He's out there, especially with Christians, trying to pull you away. Oh, church isn't really that great. Yeah, just you know, you know, you just want to go to the beach, just kind of, you know, summer's coming up in June and July, just take a little break and, and just, you know, maybe in August you can pick back up. I'm telling you, that's his tactic. He wants to get you unhooked and un- unplugged in to your local church so that you will be weak and sickly. And the Bible says in many sleep, in other words, people don't make it. So that's what the enemy wants. But I'm telling you, the Bible says we win. He always causes us to triumph in him. Well, you got me preaching this morning. I'm telling you, I could just keep on going on this because this, this is so prevalent in, in, our, in, the, in the church today and in Christians' lives. But know this, that we have the victory. You're going to make it. You're going to stand tall. You're going to use the word of God against the enemy, and you win every time. Well, until next time, uh, remember that we have everyday revival and we have the victory. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.